Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, all around the leagues, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Grassroots football is finally back and we're buzzing. Get Down to Play today, the UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Hello and welcome to the Romney South London Football League, part of the Selk podcast for this week. I've been away the last couple of weeks, I haven't managed to do a podcast, so apologies. Um, I know everyone was desperate a couple of weeks ago when Elton Town had a good result um, that, that we were singing his praises, though sadly they lost last week, so um, I didn't get the same same message. But um, yeah, just been been very busy organising cup finals and, and, and getting lots of things sorted um, with lots of different things to do with the league. So um I'm back and, and reporting on the results this week. And the first thing I'm going to go to is our Cups because we had a, our first Cup final in uh, three years on Saturday. And it was fantastic to be there. New venue for us, Holmesdale. Uh, I don't want to get involved with all the chat about Beckenham Town, but obviously there's an FA investigation ongoing due to the racism there, which means it was, it was a no-brainer decision for us to, to move the cup final. Um, we wanted to support Holmesdale because they had a team in the league last year. Um, and it's a great venue. Um, you know, it's a, a nice place to be. And we had a great cup final there. Really fantastic um, atmosphere. Uh, both crowds were fantastic. Um, Agenda and Farm were thirds. Um, both brought down, uh, I'd say, in excess of 100 people each. Uh, made for a fantastic atmosphere. Really lively day. Wonderful weather. And a really, really competitive game. Um, it ended up um, Agenda... Um, taking the lead in the first half they were definitely the best team in the first half and the the, the standout player actually their left winger scored the goal um, it was well deserved um, going into half time 1-0 Farnborough probably a little bit cautious in that first half they allowed Agenda to come on to them they played one up front didn't really support him enough um, second half they made a couple of changes and they were definitely much more positive and you could see it. Agenda sat a bit deeper Farnborough started to put the pressure on it wasn't a surprise when they equalised I must say um, you could see the goal was coming um, and they made it one all, and the game went to extra time. Now, extra time, it was, again, agenda then started to look on top, beginning of extra time. Um, and then Farnborough got a goal, really simple goal on the break, out to the wing eye, cut inside, lovely finish to make it 2-1. And then agenda just lost their heads for a minute, conceded another goal, direct free kick, edge of the area, put it across, keeper went down early and it bounced over him. Um, it was a poor goal to concede in, in truth and it made it 3-1. And the game looked over, Farnborough looked like they were home and dry, but then Agenda made it interesting with about five minutes to go. They scored to make it 3-2 and it was a brilliant uh, dramatic finish. Fantastic game, ended Farnborough thirds three, Agenda two, which means our Queen Mary Cup, which is a cup played for by all teams in the competition, has been won by a Division One team. And that's the first time that's happened since the Bromley South London Football League was refounded. Um, in 2018. So brilliant for uh, Farm for Thirds. Bad luck to Agenda, but they do get a chance to put that right next week. They're playing Eltham Town, another Division One team in the, Queen, in the Ron Pope Cup final. <coughs> so they've got a chance to put it right. Uh, we had another cup game, and this was a cup semi-final in our Invitational President's Cup, and that ended Old Rhone 5, uh, All-Stars 3, uh, two for Harry Simmons and two for Pat Brennan for uh, Old Roan. They go into the final against AMG Ballers. Now, this is our top two teams in the uh, John Cooper Premier Division. So I think that should be a really cracking final. That's also going to be at Holmesdale on Wednesday the 11th of May, um, if you're not doing anything else that night. Now, on to league action. And we had some really, really interesting league games too. Rustlers could have won the league. They were playing Eltham Town, and they, um, if they, with a win, they would, they would have sealed the title. They couldn't quite get it. it finished 1-1. James Smith scoring from Eltham Town, cancelling out Harry White's goal 
for rustlers. It leaves Division One looking so tight. Uh, Groundhoppers have played all their games. They're in second place, 26 points. Then we have rustlers out on top, 28 points. Farnborough Thirds and Eltham Town both on 25 points. They've all got one game to play. Rustlers' goal difference is the worst. They've got a goal difference of only plus one. Farnborough Thirds plus 22, Eltham Town plus nine. Farnborough are playing Rustlers on the last day. So if Farnborough beat Rustlers, they will win the league. If Rustlers draw or win, they'll win the league. Eltham Town, their only hope of winning the league is if they win their game by a crazy score. However, if they do win, chances are almost certainly, well, yeah, they will. They will finish um, second. So Rustlers, if Eltham Town win and Farnborough win, could end up third and out of the automatic promotion places. Now, there's no saying that three won't go up, depending on what happens in, in the division above. But uh, Rustlers could finish first, second or third. Um, Farnborough could finish first or fourth, uh, from first to fourth. And Eltham Town could finish um unlikely to finish first but they could more likely you know to finish in the top three and, and groundhoppers also with the results went their way could end up in in second or third position so a really really exciting finish of the season that rustlers versus farnborough game is going to be massive then down to division two and tns beat beckenham 8-1 um a whopping win for tns it means that they've still got an outside chance of finishing in the top two as well um at the moment in Division 2, uh, Farnborough Forfs have won it, 47 points, they're 13 points clear, but we've got Catford, Crofton Albion on 34 points, TNS on 32 points. Uh, if Crofton, if TNS win their game in hand, obviously Croft, Crofton and Catford lose or draw, then uh, Cap, TNS could win it because their goal difference is better than Crofton and the same as Catford. So if they won their last game and Catford failed to win, they could still get second spot. So it makes it really interesting in that division as well. Our third division, uh, our champions, Chelsfield, uh, they beat Elton Eagles 3-1 um, to make sure they are definitely top of the table and also that loss for Eltham Eagles means that Stansfield uh, are confirmed as second place uh, that division has been completed now so Chelsea 40 points Stansfield OMB A team on 34 points those two will be going up Eltham Eagles 33 points just a point further back uh, may well be in the mix for promotion as well depending on what the divisions look like next season so some really, really exciting games this weekend. We've got another cup final tomorrow night, which is the uh, Elizabeth Jake Cup final. Farnborough Fourths are in that one against Eltham Eagles. Should be a great game. Back at Holmesdale, uh, half past seven kickoff. Uh, should be an absolute cracker. I'm really looking forward to that one. And then on Saturday, uh, we've got the Ron Pope Cup final, uh, which is massive. Eltham Town against Agenda. Um, should be an absolutely um, brilliant game and a great atmosphere as well. And the weather forecast is good again. We had a lovely day last week. I'm hoping for another lovely day this week. Um, other games on this week, on the 7th of May, we've got Farnborough Forfs against TNS. Uh, remember, TNS need to win that one to try and get into that automated promotion places. And we've got NatWest against Lewisham Project. Um, and they're the only other games being played. So, Cup finals to come are looking really exciting. Just so great to be back out there uh, having our cup finals at a big game, giving those players that wonderful opportunity. Um, we had a professional photographer there too. So hopefully we'll be sharing some photos on uh, Twitter and on the website as well. So if you can get down Wednesday night, Holmesdale, half past seven, Eltham Eagles against Farnborough Fourths. Saturday, Holmesdale, half past two kickoff, Agenda versus Eltham Town. Big, big games. Um, hope you can join us for one of them. Thanks for listening. Uh, that's all from me.
Hello and welcome to this Essex Alliance League roundup for the month of April as we head into the very final month of the season. We start of course in the senior division where DTFC are now the, the new league champions, our first ever at this level as they completed what they needed to do during the month to move ahead of everybody else and take the title. It's congratulations to Billy Cove and his players as they now move up into Step 6 football for the coming season. The battle for runners-up, however, does go on for another couple of weeks at least, with Chadwell Heath Spartans presently second on 53 points, with their fixtures now completed. Woodford East can still catch them, but they will need to win both fixtures that remain and get above their goal difference in order to secure the runners-up on goal difference only. A couple of tough games still to come for the Woodford base side. In fourth place, Lionmore Gardens um, will hope to hold on to fourth place. They've now finished their season with a 45-point haul, which is a good effort um, for their first season at this level. Joloff Sports could still be a side to finish in fourth. They have two games of their season remaining and sit three points behind Lionmore with a possible six points left on the table. FC Baresi will finish no higher than sixth. They currently have one more game to play and could still be caught for sixth place. They have 29 points from their season. And the side who could catch them are FC Petro Cub, who have two games of their season left to play and just need to better the points tally that Baresi get from their last game. FC Petro Cub also took part, of course, in the uh, London Junior Cup final uh, last weekend, unfortunately going down to a 6-2 defeat against London Hibernian as a terrible first half um, by all accounts was the damage done there being 4-0 down at the break and they couldn't recover from that. Down in 8th place, Kit Out London will hope to hold on to 8th but could still be caught with their tally of 25 points from 24 and Rapid Chingford with two games left could be the side to overtake them if they can win um, uh, at least one of their two remaining games. The battle at the bottom, however, is not complete and there are one game left for three of the sides and two for the bottom team, Jiggle Town, and there's only two points between those sides, all to play for in the remaining games, therefore. CSM London have one fixture left. They sit on 18 points at, in 10th place. Tower United also, with one game left, sit on 17 points. They're the two sides that presently sit just above the relegation zone. Blue Marlins loss at the weekend saw them drop into the bottom two. They only have 16 points and one game remaining, meaning it's now out of their hands. For Chickwell Town, they have two games left, and although they sit bottom, they could pick up all six points, of course, which would put them to safety, um, which didn't look possible many, many weeks ago, so, so fair play to them. Into the Premier Division, and of course this was won some time ago. Friendford A still sitting top of the table with those 44 points with one game remaining. They will hope to obviously secure the silverware with um, aplomb as they take on Wapping in the final game this weekend. The battle for second is still on, and at the moment it's held by Crooks United, uh, but that could still be taken by Oakside who sit fourth with one game left in their season. And that is against second bottom London Park City. If they were to win, Oakside would finish second. Dagenham United, presently third, could move down to fourth as they've also finished their games. Wapping FC do have a chance of a top four finish. They do will need to hope that results around them go their way. And they have Friendford to play still on the last day of the season. Athletic Newham finished sixth with 21 points. Uh, London Cranes seventh on 19 points. Also on 19 points, North East Lions. 
London Park City relegated with just the seven points, but they are in the semi-final of the cup competition to come. And of course, bottom of the table are all prospects. We now move on into Division 1. And of course, Belfry here have set a real record to be surpassed. 21 wins from 21 means they're just one game away from the perfect season as they've amassed 63 points from their season so far. It's second place RCXI, who are the last team they have left to play in the league. They sit 23 points further back, in fact, with 12 victories and 4 draws from their 21 games, giving them 40 points and one of the sides who could still finish in the runners-up position. One team who now can't do that is Ilford Reserves, who lost to Belfry at the weekend. The third place side now on 39 points and that is the end of their campaign, but what a promising one it has been. Fourth place Cowley Community still have everything in their hands really with a couple of games in hand on the sides around them. They also have 39 points although their goal difference is slightly worse off than the sides around. In fifth place are Wanstead. They also do have a very outside chance of a top two finish with 37 points from their 21 but just the one game remaining suggests that that is a unlikely. Finishing in the top half are something from nothing with 35 points from 22 and 10 victories. Uh, an excellent return in their first season with the competition. Below them by four points are Kansas London Sport who have also finished their season. 31 points, a much improved turnout this year from the Kansas side. Just below them, Newham Wanderers can still catch Kansas in 7th place. Do have two games left to play, um, 26 points there. They'll be a little bit disappointed after a, a decent start to the season tended to fade away. Forest Green have, have finished their season. They're 7 points behind Newham in 9th. They have 19 points from 22 games uh, and they will survive after what, what has been a difficult season. As will Renegade down in 10th. They've completed their season with 5 victories from 22, seeing them 10th place with 18 points. And the two sides to go down will be Barkinside A with just 12 points from 22 and Francis Luke with 10 points from 21. Into Division 2 now, and at the moment it's still in the hands very much of Fairlock Rovers, but their last two opportunities to win the title haven't quite gone to plan. A Double header, just a single point from that a couple of weeks ago. And a draw at the weekend means they still need a point to get over the line in their final two games. But they do sit top by a six-point gap, 47 points um, with 15 victories to boot. Second place Unity have now finished and they aren't the side who can challenge at the top. But it's fair play to them as they finish on 41 points with 13 victories and have been rewarded with a place in the cup final later in the month. It's third place Rain and Working Men's Club who could still throw a cat amongst the pigeons here with 39 points so far, three games left to play. They can still catch Fairlock Rovers but will obviously need Fairlock to drop further points in their remaining games. Those two, however, do have to play against each other in the coming weeks. In fourth place, Emerson and Upminster Reserves have finished their season now with 37 points. They'll be a little bit disappointed, I would, I would have thought, given that they've been in the top two or three for most of the season, but fair play to them on a very strong season. In fifth place, Old Estamians. They sit on 31 points with 10 victories from 19 games. In what has been a good season for them, they also have a cup final to look forward to. Sixth place, Redbridge Community have 30 points in their first season in the league and that's a very credible return for a side who are brand new. And just, just below them on goal difference are Ryan under 23s with a very similar record in fact, also with nine victories and just that goal difference keeping them apart. 
FHN Athletic could move above both of those two and in fact the fifth place side as well with games in hand still to play, three games in total but they sit presently in eighth with 29 points. Below them are Royal Forest who are three points behind, do have two games left so could move up the table with what they have left if they were to win both. They have 26 points from 20 in ninth. St Francis really have been the story of the recent weeks, uh, a side who started their season late but have been catching up their games and playing plenty of doubleheaders. Well, they're now out of the relegation zone uh, with 20 points from their 21 fixtures played with six victories. But the team just behind them are Loughton Lions with four games left to play, a four-point deficit to make up in that time. Can they do it? That's the big question. We will soon find out. 16 points from their 18 so far. And the side in 12th are Newbury East, who will be relegated, unfortunately, with five points from their season from 22. Into Division 3 now, and it's a well, a well done congratulations message here for FC Barese under 23s, who won the league uh, a fortnight ago now with their uh, 15th victory of the season, seeing them go above Old Barcabians, with Old Barcabians having no games left to play. FC Barese, 48 points from 19 games, did actually suffer their first defeat of the season at the weekend, but that was after they'd gone over the finishing line. So it's not going to affect many things. It's well done to Barese. As I say, second place, Old Barks, just the two points behind Barese, um, with 101 goals to boot as well, the highest goal scorers in the league, 15 wins and a draw from their 20 games played. Royal Forest are the team in third, with 41 points from 20. They'll be disappointed with the second half of their season as they were looking to be one of the main challengers, but I'm sure they'll be coming again strong next season. In fourth place, Together United are five points further back from Royal Forest, having just finished their season. They have 36 points in their first season following promotion from Division 4. In fifth place, Lymore Gardens Reserves could go above Together United with one game left of their season to play. They've amassed 35 points, which is a good return for the side after a difficult season last year. Melbourne are another side who could move up when their final game gets added to their tally, possibly. They have 33 points from 19, and they'll be hopeful of a top-half finish themselves. In 7th place, Buckhurst Way have 23 points from their very first season with the league, with 7 victories. A difficult season, but they've had some highlights towards the second half, which will give them plenty of hope for the following season. Glendale are in 8th, and they will finish the season in that position. After again a disappointing season with a good middle to it but the, the sandwich ends of the season weren't so good. Amassing 17 points from their 20 games and 5 victories. And that's a point more than ASA who will finish 9th this year with 20 games played, 5 victories and a draw seeing them on to 16 points. The sides who will finish in the bottom 2 will be Flyers under 23s with three victories and a draw from 20 games, giving them 10 points, with Turin, two victories and two draws, seeing them on to eight points. And in Division 4, this division has now been completed, with Sporting Pillars taking the honours with 42 points, two points ahead of Chingford Harriers, as they went to battle in those last few games of the season and were the outstanding sides here at this level. Flyers under-21s finished third, and they're in a cup final too. Much to look forward to as they take on Chingford Harriers. More details of that to come shortly. In fourth place, Fairlock Rovers reserves their first season together in the competition, and they finished fourth just on goal difference, keeping them off a of third place. But a good season, uh, particularly a good start, uh, as they dropped off just slightly towards the end. Dagenham United reserves ensured they had a top-half finish with 24 points from their 18 games. 
in sixth place, Emerson and Upminster A, were just a couple of points behind that with seven victories and a draw from 18. In seventh place, Avondale Rangers finished uh, with 20 points from six victories, a point ahead of Newham and Havering Borough, who had 19 points, but just the five victories, keeping them a point behind. And the bottom two was West Essex under 23s with 17 points, which was uh, their first season in men's football. So that's a credible first year and they'll hope to, hope to improve for next year. With Newham Royals uh, finishing bottom of the table with just the nine points, a, a largely disappointing season after they'd finished in the top half last season. And now we'll move on to look at what, what's coming up um, with some big games in the cup competitions. And we'll run through the Cups run in order and the Cup finals begin actually next Wednesday, the 11th of May, where Chingford Harriers will face Flyers under 21s in the final at Dagenham and Redbridge with a 7.30 kickoff. Good luck to both of those teams. The following Monday, we take we have our first ever Cup final at Leighton Orient. A great venue, of course, I'm sure you'll agree, for a Cup final. And it's the Fenton Trophy final as Division 2 sides Fairlock Rovers and Oldest Amiens compete for the new silverware. Later that week, on Thursday the 19th of May, we see the conclusion of the Division 1 Cup Final, where Belfry will be going for a League and Cup double, but standing in their way is new club Wanstead. They will face off at Dagenham and Redbridge on the 19th of May at 7.30. A rare Saturday Cup Final follows that on Saturday the 21st of May, as Rain and Working Men's Club face Unity in the final of the Division 2 competition. That is at Dagenham and Redbridge with a two o'clock kickoff. Uh, the following week is a busy one. On Monday the 23rd of May, we're back over at Leighton Orient for the Fenton Cup final, the big competition where Rapid Chingford, who recently made um, one half of that final, will face either DT or Joloff Sports in the other half of the final. A much awaited competition, that one. The following night, also at Leighton Orient, we'll see the conclusion of the Premier Division Cup final, where Wapping will take on the winners of London Park City or London Cranes uh, in the showpiece final again at Leighton Orient. Later that week, a busy week by all the calls, Thursday the 26th of May sees the Division 3 Cup final take place, where it will be uh, either ASA or FC Baresi who take their complete their semi-final this weekend, facing either Old Barcabians Reserves or Glendale in the final of the Division 3 Cup, that one at Dagenham and Redbridge with a 7.30 kickoff. And completing the Cup final action on Monday the 30th of May, the Senior Division Cup final, which will be played at Leighton Orient with a 7.30 kickoff, and the games between either FC Petra Cub or Lymore Gardens will face the winner of Woodford East or DTFC, with both those semi-finals to come up in the middle of the month. That brings to an end the Essex Alliance League roundup for the month of April. Just one more roundup to bring you as we close out the May action, as we'll bring you cup final results and the final league table standings at the end of the month. Goodbye for now. This is Andrew Gidley with the NRG Kent County Football League Roundup, starting with the results. Beginning with Mondays, Crockenhill 1, Hawkingstown 5, Red Velvet 6, Stansford OMB 2. In Division 1 East, Thanet United 1, Rostal Reserve 6. And in the World of Kent Charity Cup Final, played at Lidtown, Tenton Town Reserve 3, Selinge 1.
Saturday's results in the Premier Division, Crockett Hill 1, Fleet Down 1, Farm Royal Boys Guild 2, 10MB 3, New Romney 2, Stansfield 1, Red Velvet 4, K-Sports Reserves 1. In Division 1, Central and East, Saint United 2, Lordswood Reserves 2, Woodnersborough nil, Tenton Town 2. In Division 1 West, Equinocchial 3, Chipstead 2. South East Athletic 3, Sport Club Tensbury Reserves 2. Tudor Sports Reserves 1, Club Langley 6. In Division 2 Central and East, Beersted Reserves 2, Dealtown Rangers 2. Sinkports 1, Greenway Aces 1. Cuxton 91, Reserves 1, Hildenborough Athletic 1. West Farley 4, Lidtown Reserves 3. In Division 2 West, Bromleyans 4, Farnborough Boys Guild Reserves 0, Dulwich Village 2, Horses United 3, Fleetdown Reserves 3, Brighton Ropes Reserves 3, Ide Hill 4, Orpington 4. In Division 3 Central and East, AFC Rangers 5, Sinkports Reserves 0, Tankerton 3, Locomotive Canterbury 2, Tenton Town Reserves 0, West Kingsdown 8. In the Bill Mantler Interregional Cup, Semi-final, Sturry 0, Minster 3. In the Vets, Anchorians 5, Bredhurst 1, Medway United 1, Ellsford 6. In Division 2, Snodland Town Reserves, correction, Snodland Town 2, Woodcombe 2, Vinters 2, Larkford and New Hyde Wanderers 6. And in Division 3, Kingshill 2, FC Ditton 0, Lennon Wanderers 1, Anchorians 2, MPE 0, K-Sports United 1, Stablehurst Monarchs 1, New Ash Green 7. Now some details behind those scorelines. Harry Taylor's phenomenal scoring record reached New Heights as Red Velvet rounded off their home maiden championship winning season with a 6-2 victory over Stansford on Monday. Taylor's four-goal silver took his tally for the season to 51 and take his total to 201 for the club since they joined the league. Arthur Pickering and Kian Warner both scored twice as Hawkins won 5-1 at Crockenhill in the other Premier Division Bank Holiday fixture. Taylor and Harry Pieski scored two each as Red Velvet won 4-2 against K-Sports Reserves on Saturday. 10MB 3-2 win at Farnborough or Boys Guild leaves them one win away from clinching runners-up spot in the Premier Division. Matthew Okanola, Dylan Skinner and Montel Williams were the scorers. Roy Godden made his final home appearance for New Romney on Saturday. The 45-year-old prolific striker was given a guard of honour by his teammates and opponent Stansfield before Romney's 2-1 win. Toby Hayden and Luca Cool were the scorers. Chipsy couldn't celebrate their Division 1 championship success with a victory, losing 3-2 at Equinocle on Saturday. However, manager Fred Dillon was still delighted with the club's success. He said, firstly, I'd like to thank Chairman Alan Black and Vice-Chairman Jason Jarrett for all their backing, along with the superb ground share arrangement with Seven Oaks Town, my assistant Chris Stedman, coach Dan Mills and the whole squad for what's been a great season. In uh, Division 1 East, Tenton Signed off with a 2 0 win at Woodensborough. Goals there by Ben Charlesworth and Brad Burton. West Farley's 4 3 win over Lidtown Reserves on Saturday clinched them the Division 2 Central East title with one game left against the same opponents on the Kent Coast this weekend. Greenway Aces drew 1 1 at St Ports and finished runners up. Still all to play for in Division 2 West with uh, the top three all in action on Tuesday night. Leaders Bryden Roach Reserves at uh, Stansford OMB. 
Long Lane were away at Orpington at Holmesdale, while third place Horsted faced Metrogas under the lights at Sporting Club Thamesmead. Tommy Smith scored twice as Division 3 Central East champions West Kingsdown won 8 0 at Tenterton Town Reserves. Tenterton, though, bounced back by winning the Wood of Kent Charity Cup on Monday, beating Sellings 3 1. AFC Rangers, who finished runners-up behind West Kingsdown, were 5-0 winners over St. Port's Reserves. Minster's fine season continued with a 3-0 win over against, against Sturry in the semi-finals of the Bill Mantlow Interregional Challenge Cup. Tom Coyne, John Argarides and Ollie Harris sealed the win. They now meet Snodland Town Reserves in the final later this month. Games of the week this weekend in the Premier Division will 10MB need to win at Stansford A&B on Saturday to uh, finish behind Red Velvet as runners-up and Pip Peckham Town to second spot. In Division 1 Central and East, victory for Minster could uh, win them the Division 1 Central and East title. They host Snodland Town Reserves in a dress rehearsal for the uh, Bill Mantlow Interregional Challenge Cup final later in the month. And in Division 2 West, two of the uh, leading clubs in the promotion stakes in one of the most competitive divisions, apart from Division 1 West, that is, Bryden Ropes and Long Lane, Bryden Ropes Reserves, that is, and Long Lane meeting at uh, Meridian on Saturday. Keep it simple. Get down to play today. The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. All right, guys, Rav here from Grand Sports Club, uh, reporting on the Rochester District League. Coming up to the end of the season, so starting with results from last week in Division 1. British Juniors winning 2 1 at Pavilion Athletic. Uh, Medway Knights and Green Aces, Old Boys was a home walkover for Medway Knights. Riverside winning 5 1 against Little Shasted. Moving into Division 2, Ballster Wanderers losing 5 0 to Green Aces Reserves. Eccles losing a close one, 4-3 to Gillingham Bilbao. Mildtown getting a home walkover win against Range Rovers Colts. And the coach's horse is strewed, drawing 2 all against the Appleyard. In Division 3, FC Waldham losing 5-1 against Hamill Athletic. Palgreaves FC losing 8-0 to ourselves, Brand Sports Club. And the Bell and Bly Sports was an away walkover for Bly. In Division 4, ME3 losing 3-1 at home to Raynham Kenworth. And the Premier Division additional fixture was a home walkover win to Medway City against Medway Borough. Uh, there was a midweek game last week as well uh, between ourselves Grand Sports uh, away at Ham Hill. Uh, with that result being 1-0. So, fixtures for this week. Uh, ourselves Grand Sports have a fixture tonight against Blyth Sports. A win will see will seal the league for ourselves. Uh, another Division 3 fixture tonight is the Belt against Hamill Athletic. Uh, fixtures for the weekend in Division 1. Eccles take on Pavilion. Riverside take on Midway Knights. In Division 2, Chillingham Bilbao take on Hunton. Green Aces take on the Appleyard. Marletown have Eccles Reserves. In Division 3, Bly Sports take on AFC United Medway. Ourselves Grand Sports take on Beechwood and Hamhill take on Raw Saints. Tables, so some of these leagues have been decided. In the Prem, Medway City have won. In Division 1, Park Regis Athletic took the title and finished the season unbeaten. In Division 2, it will go down to the wire. 
with Aces Reserve, Green Aces Reserves on 46, Miletown on 44, both with two games left. Uh, and that last game of the season is Aces Reserves against Miletown. In Division 3, uh, ourselves, Grand Sports, sit on top with 42 points with three games to play. Belia sit third uh, on 37 with two to play, and Hamhill sit fifth on 35 with three to play. Um, a win tonight can seal the title for ourselves. And in Division 4, Raynham Kenworth have sealed the title with their win on the weekend, winning Division 4. Welcome back for your latest roundup of the Southern Veterans Football League, part of the Selk Grassroots podcast. Let's look at our results for last Saturday, the 30th of April. And just the one result in Division 1, um, our last game of the season at LSU, um, the rearranged Stansfield game um, that was abandoned. We uh, finally played it on Saturday and had a nice 7-0 win. So saw us off with a, a good victory uh, for the last game of the season. Um, into Division 2, Bow Street Runners first, Neil Catford Wanderers 4. Wallingham A versus Cray Wanderers was a home walkover. Um, no idea there because I think Cray still had a chance to go up. So seems strange that they would have given that one away. Um into Division 3, SP Athletic 2, Parkwood Rangers, Hotspurs 6. Um, into Division 4, Clapham Old Xavians, Neil Groundhoppers 2, Fleet Down United 2, Wallingham B3, Sporting Club Thamesmead versus a Syria, that's a... The Sierra folded, so nothing there. Um, Warren Athletic versus Sporting Club Thamesmead, um, 5-2 to Warren Athletic. And it looks like Groundhoppers had a double header because there is also another uh, result for Groundhoppers versus Clapham Old Xavians with Clapham Old Xavians winning 2-1 in, the, in that game. So Groundhoppers have finally got a loss. Um so, yeah, it looks like they had a double header. Um, into Division 5, Westrum Seniors, Neil Sydenham Sports, 4. Into Division 6, Bow Street Runners, 2nd 11 versus Longlands Athletic, was given as an away walkover. Orpington, 3, LSU Old Boys, 1. And then couple of cup fixtures and results. Seagas 1, Charcoal 2 uh, in the Beckenham Hospital Charity Cup. Very close one there. Seagas pushing Charcoal. And then the SVFL Senior Cup, Glebe 6, Metrogas 1. So that is all of your results for last Saturday, the 30th of April. Um, the fixtures for this week. There is a fixture tomorrow, I think, or the 4th, 4th of, whenever that is, Wednesday, um, which is Stansfield versus New Park. 
um, half six kickoff, I think that one. And then moving to Saturday's fixtures, the for the Saturday the seventh of April, May. Sorry, um, there is only four fixtures um, in Division One: Metrogas versus Glebe. I believe that's the last league game of their season for Glebe, um, which could. If they win, I think we'll see them go into second, um, where LSU currently are second at present. Um, into Division 2, Cray Wanderers versus Seagas. And then Division 3, Kawuya versus SP Athletic. And Hollington versus Gravesham Borough. Um, a little bit of news, as I've heard. Hollington have lodged an appeal to the league in relation to Kawuya and um, their semi-final result based on, from what I've heard, um, player eligibility, should we say, for Kawuya. Um, the Hollington, um, yeah, have put an appeal in based on um, player ineligibility um, for, that, for, um, for people that actually played in that game, whether that's age-related or not playing sufficient amount of league games in order for them to be able to play in the Cup. I don't quite know that much of it yet. Um, so the Cup final that is due to be played, which was Groundhoppers versus Kawuya, has now been postponed whilst this appeal is heard. So if I find out anything more, I shall let you know. And um, we'll keep obviously keep an eye out on what happens with that just to see if and when that Cup final goes ahead. Who the teams will be actually? Obviously, Groundhoppers will be there, but who Groundhoppers will actually face? Um, that is it for your fixtures. Say so season's almost coming to an end, so we'll have a quick look at the tables. Division One Charcoal. So a few weeks ago, Charcoal clinched the title. Um, currently, only realistically, if Glebe lose on the weekend then they will stay third um, behind LSU. And uh, so, yeah, LSU are in second currently. The season's finished, 27 points. Um, Glebe are third with a game in hand with 24 points and Stansfield are in fourth with one game left, which I believe they're playing, as I say, on Wednesday. Um, and they've got 22 points. Um, Johnson and Phillips are in fifth. 18 points, their season's done. New Park are in sixth with two games left and 16 points. Metrogas are seventh with nine points and two games remaining. Defiance and Cudham have gone, respectively. Um, let's have a look at Division 2. I think this got wrapped up the title, didn't it, the other week? So um, let's have a quick look. Yep, Sporting Santos have won that division with 44 points from their 18 games. Independent are second with 41 points from their 18 games. And then you've got Cray currently in third with two games left and uh, 30 points on the board. The rest is Catford Wanderers and your fourth, 29. So they've turned their season round after having a shocking start. They've uh, they pushed on very well and um, obviously got some really good results. And um, season finishing in fourth. Um, currently, although Seagas have got a couple of games in hand, 
Um, Wallingham are finished their season and 28 points playing and they're sitting in fifth. Seagas are sixth. As I say, they've got a couple of games left and they've got 25 points. So if they were to win both their remaining games, they could jump up to fourth. Um, LSU B team is in seventh. Current, yeah, then they're going to stay seventh. Season's finished, um, 24 points on the board. Bow Street Runners are in eighth. We've got a couple of games left to play um, with 10 points. Um, Leon Stars have seen themselves stay above the relegation spot in ninth. And their season's finished, 18 games played and 10 points on the board. Nord Lakers are relegated with nine points out of their 18 games. And Blackheath obviously folded, so they're gone as well. Um, Div 3, um, let's see how that stands. Currently, Hollington, um, yeah, Hollington wrapped up the title weeks ago, didn't they? Um, so Hollington leading the way, they've still got one game left, 53 points on the board, miles ahead. Parkwood Rangers um, have finished 20 games um, all played and uh, 41 points. Currently sitting in second, they will be waiting for the Kawuya um, result to come through. Um, Bromley are Bromleyan, sorry, are in third currently. Their their twenty games have played for the season, and they got forty points. Um, say Kawuya are in fourth, but they've got a game left, and they have thirty nine points, so they could, if they win it, go second, um, and get promoted. Um, SP Athletic in fifth with a game left, 33 points. Can't see them go up um, any places. Um, Gratian Borough are sixth. A couple games left to play, 29 points on the board. Kingsdale are in seventh. Seasons played, 23 points. New Park are in eighth with one game left to play, 21 points on the board. Bromley. FC are ninth, 20, uh, 20 games, sorry, and they're 17 points from their season. Um, season comfortably stay up with X Blues and Blythe Hill taking up the two relegation spots. X Blues with 11 points from their 20 games and Blythe Hill just the three points. Sees those two teams going into Division 4. Um. Let's see, Division 4. I think Groundhoppers have won that title. And Fleet Down are currently second. Yeah, this division has actually all finished. All teams have played all 18 games. And so as the standings are now, um, Groundhoppers have won the title with 47 points. Fleet Down have clinched second spot and promotion with 39 points, unbelievably on goal difference. They've got 52 goals. Um, Wallingham will feel, Wallingham and South East Athletic, South East Athletic, who are leading the table for so long, will probably feel pretty crap based on the fact that they've all finished the season. 39 points, same as Fleet Down. But Wallingham sitting third with a goal difference of 46, and South East are in fourth with a goal difference of 25. So literally... Um, some crushing fleet down victories have got them over the line with the best goal difference in that division um, and has seen them take the second spot. Whether the league will maybe do 
a reshuffle where a couple of teams have obviously folded in the higher divisions and um, have Wallingham and South East go up based on the fact they all finished on 39 points. Possibly, I guess, may happen. Who knows? We'll see what the league does. Um, but all round, probably, you'd think good seasons had by all and literally to lose out on goal difference is a, it's a, bit, a bit of a sickness, really. Um, Crayford Arrows are... Oh, sorry, Hayden Youth are in fifth with 26 points on the board. Crayford Arrows in sixth with 24 points. Um, good seasons had by both teams. Um, Clapham Old Xavians, 19 points. Um, in seventh, Warren Athletic are uh, in eighth with 11 points. Sporting Club Thamesmead keeping themselves just above their relegation spot with nine points and a goal difference of minus 43, um, which keeps them above Chipstead who take the relegation spot with a goal difference of minus 53 and nine points as well. So goal difference decide in second place in the table and the relegation spot in this table. Um, so very tight at both ends of the, of, of the division. A series obviously folded to the bind as well. Um, into division five. What is left to play for in division five? Um, let's have a look. So that division is also all played, all finished their games. Um, Aztec won the title, 43 points. Um, Swanscombe Tigers came second with 41. Crayford Arrows um, came third with 39. Um, and we'll feel unlucky to miss out, but a great season from Crayford Arrows. Um finishing third and making the semi-final of the cup. Sydney Sports are in fourth. Good season from the Sydney boys. Um, 33 points on the board. Um, probably more than what they were expecting at the start of the season. And they've also also made it to the cup final where they will play old peppies in a few weeks' time. Um, so a good season for them. In fifth, Cudham United. A resurgence since their first team folded. Um so has seen them finish comfortably mid-table, 30 points. Um, Seven Oaks are in sixth with 22 points. Westrum are in seventh with 22 points. London South United Seniors um, in eighth with 17 points. And then Slay Green Knights and AFC Greencourt will be the two teams leaving that division Five Slade Green Knights are in ninth with 11 points and AFC Greencourt are in 10th with just four points from their season. Into Division 6. And this division, a couple of games still outstanding um, in this one, um, which sees Croygas versus Bow Street first versus last Will that game take place? Who knows? Unlikely, I would say. Um, but <clears throat> Croygas will... Well, to be fair, Croygas have actually won the league already without even playing that game. So they are top currently with a game left. And they've got 41 points. I'd say all the other teams, barring Bow Street at the bottom of the table, of seasons have finished. Um, so Sporting Croydon are currently... Well, our second with 40 points. 
Catford Wanderers, Old Boys, third with 35. Uh, LSU, Old Boys, are fourth with 29. Wallingham Super Vets are fifth with 27. Alpenton are sixth with 25. Who Vets Red are seventh with 24. In eighth, Longlands Athletic, 17 points. And then Seymour Villas are ninth. And we'll be going into Division 7 with 11 points. And Bow Street currently bottom of the table. One game left to play, as I say, against Corey Gas with only seven points on the board. Let's see if that happens, that game. But I would say it won't. Um, but we'll see. I could be surprised. Division 7, I believe, has also finished. All teams have played all their games. Greenway's Aces have won that division um, with 36 points. Old Peppies are in second with 31 points. And as I said, they will be battling Sydenham in a cup final in a few weeks' time. Um, Bromleyans are in third with 28. Wellen Parker in fourth with 26 points. Rustlers finish in fifth with 16. Orpington's second team are in sixth with 15. Gratian Borough in B um, in seventh with six points. And LSU Supervets um, in eighth with just the three points. That is your roundup for the leagues. Um, most divisions finished, as I said now. Only a couple of games still left to play. Um, do a catch-up next week with those um, sort of last results that are coming through. And then kind of a bit on the teams that are in the cup final and see some stats maybe, or look at some stats and see who's got leading the way with the goal scoring in, in the divisions and, and overall. Um, thanks for listening. I hope you all have a good uh, weekend of football who's playing and good luck to all teams. Cheers. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.